one elephant from the planet every 15 minutes. We will lose all elephants in 10 years. It is that statistic that pushed me into action. 15 minutes. issues we're having around preservation, nature, and what I've learned is that scientists need help and they're running out of time. Project 15 is about building this bridge between the scientific community and the technical community so they can learn what tools we can bring to the table. The Serengeti is one of the largest parks in Africa at 17,000 square kilometers, yet the Serengeti only has 150 guards. Imagine trying to protect the state of Maryland with 150 rangers, it's impossible. We started on Trail Guard about four years ago. It's a sensor put out in the field that can detect poachers and stop them before they kill. The first ones were successful. The problem was that our camera system sent every image and that drained the battery really fast. By listening to him, I learned that a solution that I had designed applied, and that was a safety platform called Project Edison. His camera sent events. It was the same as anything we did in a city, and that was my aha moment. Sarah talks about idea, and I said, I know how to do it. We started drawing boundaries and where we could put devices and how that could all be brought up to the cloud for better notification of rangers. We built Azure as a hyperscale cloud services platform. We're able to provide machine learning, analytics, or reporting all over the world. Microsoft is really advancing these deep neural network models that are able to identify any species that is of concern to conservation. We have a truly hybrid platform. I can run the same services that I have in the cloud down at the edge. Microsoft's been dedicated to environmental sustainability for a long time. We have this culture that says, if you can invent a technology solution to that problem, you should do that. Project 15 can really have a bigger impact with something I already know. There's a breadth of challenges that need to be solved. There's connectivity, networking, there's devices to be built. One idea is to use the drone and the AI, and with this you know, solar cells, we can cover big parks in Africa with the self-charging drones. These are the kind of ideas. There's animal preservation, climate research, water purification. We are looking for contribution from people with different technologies, skills, experience. Everybody can contribute. Whatever you are interested in, take 15 minutes just to think about it. How can the solutions you're developing be reimagined in the pursuit of solving some of the world's most critical challenges? Join Project 15 and bring your ideas to the table. Please join us. Join us. Join us. Please join us. It is with great excitement that I introduce you to Sarah Masson, founder of Project 15 from Microsoft. Sarah, as we just learned from watching the Project 15 video, you figured out something that you invented to help keep people safe, and that would actually keep animals safe. This is a huge deal. 
What people don't know is that your original invention all happened because of your cat. Please share this story. <laughs> it did. Um, you know, Kate, you're going to find that a lot of ideas come from things that happen in your life. And I know you know that with uh, your book. And that's what happened with, with this story. I, it did. It started with my cat. I was standing outside my apartment building in Redmond, Washington, which is near Microsoft's headquarters where I lived. And I saw a lot of smoke. I saw just just billows of smoke, so much smoke coming out of the building. And I freaked out and I ran into my building to go get my cat who was up on the top floor. And I ran up the stairs and the bells hadn't gone off yet. And I was like, what's going on? I don't know. I have to get my cat. And I ran into my apartment. I put the cat in the cat carrier. Then the bells went off. And then we ran down the stairs and afterwards, you know, about a half an hour afterwards, you know, the, the fire the fire folks came and said, hey, it's great. Everybody go back in. You're safe. And I'm like, what? Um, what just happened? No information. And I ran into the guy the next day who ran the building. And he was a friend of mine. And I was at the cafe. And I said, hey, what was that? I've never even seen that much smoke. And he's like, oh, I, I don't under, you know, that fire was out by the time your bells, you know, I've been out for 20 minutes before your bells went off. And I went, what? And then he goes, and it was really far away from you. And I just went, I, I'm sorry, I ran into the building. Do you, do you understand all the bad things that could have happened? And he's like, wow, you're, you know what? I don't know, but you know, oh, I know what happened. They put a fan and they blew the smoke across the garage that was underneath all our buildings. And that's what I saw. And I kind of freaked out and I went, you know, kind of like Yosemite Sam on Looney Tunes. And I was like, oh, there needs to be better systems to talk to people inside of an emergency. And I went uh, and drew something that became known as Project Edison. And what that was, uh, was a smart uh, schools and a smart workplace solution to make buildings safer by communicating using connected devices so that if, you know, if you're not near an emergency and let's say you can see it, but it's, you're not in immediate danger, then it, a light bulb would turn yellow and you would say, oh, something has happened near me, but I don't need to panic and I can go make good decisions. But if, you know, the fire was closer to you, it could turn red and then you could go, oh, I got to do something right now. And so that—that that is that is what Project Edison started from. And then, as you know, uh, it turned into, I learned about camera traps and anti-poaching. And suddenly, you know, from cats to elephants, that's how you get there. <laughs> yes. Okay. So when you first made the open platform of Project 15 available to everyone, you got some interesting calls. And one was from the United Nations, um, and you don't, you obviously, you don't really get bigger than this. And what was that about? Oh, um, well, so we put that video out uh, around October of, I guess it was 2019. And then we sat and we waited to see if anyone would pick up the phone. It was kind of like a phone out on the internet saying, we'd love to help if anyone would like to talk. And actually, there there were three important calls in the beginning. So three months later, we got the first call. 
And that was with Boss, who you, you see in the, our new video, where that was a, a group called Zambezi Partners. And they wanted to build a platform to protect an, an elephant corridor. And then the second call was from a gentleman named Sanam, and he works at the Red Panda Network. And he wanted to make a better system for camera traps. But the third call was from a woman named Yoko Wananabe. And she works at the GEF Small Grants Program, which is implemented by the United Nations Development Program. And she actually had thousands of projects that she wanted to see if we could apply our thinking and how we do solutions um, into those projects. So that's that's kind of how that happened. She found out about the project, and and uh, that yes, that was a that was a big phone call. We we had to really rethink because you know doing one or two projects is you know. That's that's not a lot of time, but if you want to get to thousands of projects, you have to start thinking about how you're going to do that. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, and then a kid reached out to you, and that was me. Can you tell us what you were thinking when I found you on Instagram and what you thought about my club idea? I can, actually. Um, I mean... Yes. So that is our origin story for, for, you know, how we started working together and how Kids Can Save Animals became a partner of the Project 15 partner ecosystem. Those are the, the words that, that I use to describe. Um, so what happened was, is uh, we, we were on a benefit together because I was talking about technology and you were talking about what you were doing and your advocacy and your book. And, and all of a sudden, yeah, I ping, 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 Instagram. And I just was like, what's going on? And so, you know, just so you know, not, not, I don't get a lot of pings on Instagram, just so you're, so you're clear. And uh, yeah. And then you're, you know, I have an idea. And I remember some of the first things you said was, you know, don't discount my ideas just because I'm younger. And I said, oh, that's a good point. And then you, you said, don't you know, don't underestimate my ability to learn and my generation's ability to learn. And I said, oh, I'm definitely, I have a son. So I, I know that, that you're much uh, younger, smarter, faster than me when it comes to technology. And, uh, and then the third one was, is you made a really good point where if we wait, um, you know, if you had to wait to be my age to be able to do what I do, uh, your point was that everything will be gone by then and that we needed to start sooner. And so I took your call, as you know, yeah. and we had a meeting. And it was great. And, yeah. And that's your pitch meeting. You you said, I want to make a club. <laughs> and, I, and I thought, a club? And you're like, yes. And I just, I, just okay. And what we do uh, in, you know, in commercial solutioning is we do something called an architectural design session, which is uh, an ADS. And so, as you know, I'm telling, you know, your, your friends and listeners here, we, we did an architectural design session for your idea and what that might look like. And um, I'm pretty sure we're, we can share a picture of what that looks like. And so what it what it was is is a it's a fascinating idea, um, in my opinion. Thank you. you know. Now we have a club. There we okay. go. Do you think Club Fifteen is a useful learning tool for parents and teachers? 
Absolutely. Um, I, you know, it's, it's funny because whenever you pitch someone an idea and this goes for anybody listening, you know, you, you have to give your, your business case, you have to give your use case, you have to tell what the problem is, you have to tell what your solution is and what the world would look like with your solution in it. And, you know, when you start to think about the format that you designed and, you know, I was, I was the translator, you know, I'm just here, I'm a little bit older, I'm mentoring, you know, what you're saying and what it, what it looks like. Um, and so this format of, you know, here are interviews with scientists and, and different, you know, specialists that are applying technology to different use cases, different topics in sustainability and conservation. Here are some technologists that can teach you a little bit more about those concepts. And then here are advocates that maybe they're doing something in a different way. Like you don't have to be uh, someone who codes to be able to come up with a great solution for awareness and advocacy. I mean, it's, it's, it's very fascinating. And I think a lot of adults and teachers are going to be able to, to do, you know, to use your assets, as they're called, your interviews, and construct their own club-based lessons on how to do it. Yes, I totally agree. Okay, so... The launch of Club 15 will focus on biodiversity and will feature leaders who are saving wildlife in wild spaces. Microsoft is generously providing a learning lab. Can you briefly explain what kids will learn in this lab? Sure. Um, so one tool that we use on the tech side a lot is something called open source and something called GitHub. And so this is a place where you can put software that you design out in the world and other people can take it, learn from it, build it into something else. And so one of uh, my colleagues uh, who's over in what they call de developer advocacy, cloud developer advocacy, it's, a, it's, it's advocacy, which uh, but different. The, they are bringing in a lab so that you are able to come to GitHub, look at the lab, go through the instructions, and learn how custom vision works. How do we make cameras see? Which I, I think is a theme in some of the scientists that you've been talking to, because it's one thing to have a camera pointing at things. It's another thing for it to know, hey, that's an elephant, or that's a person, or that's a cat. So I, I hope that uh, some of your listeners will go off and, and try to, to use that and learn how that works, because it's really fun once you, you figure out how it works. Definitely. Okay. Sarah, what is your hope for Club 15? I mean, my ultimate hope is that you will be successful, that you, you know, your mission at the beginning, well, your overall mission is, of course, advocacy has no age limit. And neither does learning and neither does awareness. And so you will be successful in, in your community of learners to be able to really teach these use cases, to really get people. You don't have to know how to code to, to know how these things work. And so I, I think that, you know, my greatest hope for Club 15 is that it brings awareness and it just kind of teaches people how it how it works. And like you said, when we met, you, you just want to teach your generation how this works so you can get going faster. 
Sarah, thank you for taking me seriously when I reached out to you. Thank you for believing that kids can make an impact, and it was amazing talking to you today. Well, thank you for having me, Kate, and best of luck as this grows. Thank you. Let's go! La, 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 la.